Hey, folks, before we get into the RacerX uh, review from Salt Lake City 6, have you ever thought about becoming a CBD retailer or even starting a CBD brand? High Purity Natural Products is the number one distributor of pure wholesale and bulk CBD. They are committed to providing the highest quality white label CBD products, including tinctures, after sun lotion, fruit flavor gummies, more sleep support stuff, all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you already have a CBD brand, uh, inquire about High Purity's finest quality oils, distillate, water, soluble, CBG, and more. Go to hpnpcbd.com to learn more for, learn more information about uh, you know starting your own CBD stuff or farming it out and trying some of uh, these products. So high purity natural products. Hpnpcbd.com. Thanks for listening. On to the podcast. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on racerxonline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X Podcast, Salt Lake City 6 Supercross Review Show. Race just ended a couple hours ago, and here we are knocking out another review. So just one more to go now in the Monster Energy Supercross Series. So plenty to get to when it comes to this race, and uh, 250s, 450s, all of it. Thank you, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Again, uh, check them out on the web. They've got a lot of new stuff out, and uh, we're going to be coming out with new stuff too, FR5 boot and a Formula helmet and all the lines of gear and all the colors and women's stuff as well and mountain bike stuff and watercraft stuff and heck. Even snowmobile stuff, even though it's mid-June. Flyracing.com will have you covered head to toe. And please check them out. Those guys are always continuing to come out with cool things to innovate and elevate. And uh, great mountain bike stuff as well. They really uh, do a good job with that. So... Uh, thank you, flyracing.com. Renthal as well. Grab life by the bars. Uh, more championships than all the other competitors combined with the folks at Renthal. Fat Bar 36, Twin Wall, 7 8 Bar. Of course, the uh, the original Fat Bar as well. So they've got a lot of stuff going on at Renthal. Sprockets as well. Chains, of course. Renthal.com. Uh, you know their name. You know the product. And you know the quality that they stand for. And uh, check out that Fat Bar 36. Check out their little bar uh, uh, measurement tool on their website to punch in any kind of bar and uh, and it'll give you the height that matches it and what you're looking for and everything else. So really, really cool from the folks at Renthal. And thank you, Maxis, as well. Maxis MXSTs used by Alex Ray tonight in the main event. Made it right through the heat and uh, didn't have the greatest main, but, you know, hey, his Maxis look good out there. Uh, light truck tires, UTV tires, mountain bike tires. I got the Minions on my bike as well. Maxis.com for more information from there. And Alias CBD. Alias Racer X is the code to save at AliasCBD.com, the official pain bomb 
the provider of the Geico Honda team, of course. They've worked for a few years on this stuff, and uh, they do a good job with it, the aliascbd.com. Please check them out, and uh, alias RacerX is the code to save 20% on that. As well, subscribe to RacerX Magazine. Win an uh, e-bike. They got an e-bike that you could win just for subscribing, man. So pretty cool on that. Uh, please check it out, RacerX Online forward slash Mathis. Will, uh, no, forward slash Pulp. We'll, we'll, and I'll get it credit. Okay, so then uh, just do that, and I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, let's talk about the race, shall we? Let's get JT and Weege on the line. So as I promised, uh, let's bring in the uh, the two guys also joining me for this review pod, Salt Lake City 6, Cooper Webb, Chase Sexton, big winners. First up, he's the voice of AMA Motocross Series. He's the voice of GCC. He is the voice of Enduro Cross, the voice of Geneva Supercross, the voice of flat tracking, the voice of quad nationals, the voice of anything that you pay him to do. It's Jason Wygant. Yeah. What's up, Weege? Yeah, no one's paying enough for me to come back to Utah. There was a brief moment, though. <laughs> there was. I thought you were getting ready. I thought you were packing and boarding the plane. Yes, I was already searching for the most expensive flight I could have Justin Brayton pay for. Uh, but uh, first of all, that I don't even want to say his name. He's on a white number 16 motorcycle. Uh, he should have pulled over and let Brayton lead and then blocked, but he didn't do it, and that ruined it. True or false, uh, you sent a text in our group text with Zach Osborne, a lap and a half in, and said, pull over for Brayton. I did. I did. I sent him a text. He, did, he didn't respond. He didn't respond, no. No. He no. was like on his motorcycle or busy racing or yeah. something. What a, what a, what a, I would have I responded. Yeah. Yeah, JT would have for sure. JT, Steve, you know this. In his racing days, JT was incredible at getting back to people. It was unreal. Yeah. No, no. He, his sidekick uh, never left his hand. I think he had it with handlebars. Yeah. yeah. It, it was approaching the, like, the point of being a problem. There was never a time where you could text JT and he's like, dude, I was riding. No, nope. no, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Always uh, hit you back. <laughs> also, JT, welcome to the show. Thank you. you. Um, I, I always need to jump in there. I, I wait for it for a minute. And then if you don't give me my intro, I'm just, I'm coming in. Yeah. Yeah. You're just forcing it in there. You just, hear me just, knocking. I'm coming in. You're like <laughs> sexing on McElrath. Just, just, I'm going to make it happen. Um, what a race. What? I don't know how it was on TV, it's great. but. It was what a race. Uh, Anderson, Roxon, Tomac, Osborne, Webb, and, and they're within three seconds of each other. Five guys. Uh, a phenomenal race. Just Webb ended up winning it, but good job to everybody in that top five. Dude, it was. It was exciting. And this one did come across on TV, I feel. Uh, they were close enough. We always say it's like two seconds on TV looks gigantic, but in person it looks close. This time it looked it looked damn close. It was great, I thought. Yeah, I mean, what what else can you ask for? Multiple lead changes, the championship, uh, you know, favorite. I think that's fair to say. Coming from the back, you have the championship drama. He needs one more pass to clinch the title. I mean, it, ha- it had literally everything. Uh, everyone stayed safe. There were no big crashes. No one even DNF'd. I mean, even Alex Ray, who got twenty second, finished the race. So it, it it had everything that you would hope for. Yeah, it was. Uh... Quite a race. And did you, I'll start with you, Weed. Did you think Eli was going to get it done? Yeah, there was a, there, quite a while uh, where I thought that. I mean, you just see how far he came and how quickly. And uh, this is interesting. I don't know if we ever discussed this, but there's kind of a weird thing with the results. Um, he was listed as 12th on the first lap. Now, I know we don't have the technology yet. No, 12th. Uh, yeah, no, 12th. Yes. 12th to second. Great ride. 
Hey, JT, didn't SpaceX send uh, astronauts up into space recently? Yeah, and they're actually hiring people to build a intergalactic space platform, I read today. <laughs> okay. All right. But the technology does not exist to take the information that can clearly be seen in the television show. And I sent you guys a screenshot saying Tomac was 19th around the first turn. We cannot take that information and put it on the AMA website. We cannot do it. Not going to happen. not there. Not gonna, we can't do it. No. Nope. Listen, they said we would be on riding hovercraft and, you know, there would be all kinds of things. Too, That's true. So let's not get carried away. Uh, that is true. So uh, he actually came from what, 19th to, wait, 6th or 5th? Like, freaking immediately, basically? Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, at some point, the point standings were reversed from the AMA right after the uh, main event. Yeah, that was awesome. That's never change, AMA. <laughs> Please. Yeah, Sexton was 40th yes. points, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, JT, did you think Tomac was going to get it done? I did. Uh, you know, when he was catching up, he got it to where he was only three seconds off the lead. And I honestly believe, you know, two things happened. One, I, I think Webb was being patient behind Osborne until he couldn't be patient anymore. And then he picked up the pace. And then I think, too, if that's not Cooper Webb at the front, then Eli easily gets it done. Uh, the simple fact is, is Cooper Webb is really strong and extremely good and, and very smart at the end of these races. If it would have just been, you know, pick, take your pick of a rider. If it would have been that rider, Tomac would have got him. But I think Cooper has proven time and time again that the end of the race is really where physically and mentally he just shines. And, you know, that that epic mud race a, a couple weeks ago was really the only time I can think of where somebody's gotten the best of Cooper, you know, at the end of a race. That was great. I just keep saying that, but it was awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, it was great. really cool it to was. see those guys watching it right now. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, yeah. Uh, that rhythm section too. Brayton busted thing, that thing out. Kenny wasn't really doing it. Those guys figured it out. Two, three, three, uh, the, the rut after the triple out after the whoops, uh, that was a, that was a key thing. Guys had all sorts of different things going on there. Uh, it was, you know what? It was uh, It was interesting that the track was pretty good as far as being able to innovate on for being exactly the same track as last week or very close to it. I won't say exact, but very close to the same track. Yet it didn't feel like it was exactly the same track, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Totally right. Like just the, the rain and the, the rain overnight helped it. And then yep. a couple of twists and turns they did to it. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I didn't think it was either, you know? So, um, Osborne, Weege, he's just, uh, I, well, I don't know what he led tonight, 20 laps or something. Just yeah, uh, yeah. No question. Do you want to just, just, uh, talk about it? Talk about it? Just, yeah. Just talk about Osborne. I, look, I'm tired. It's late. I don't, I'm okay. not, I'm not really, I have one thing tonight that I'm passionate about. Oh, okay. one thing I'll, oh. I'll get to that. Are we moving to Oswald? Are we already done with Webb and Tomac? We're just done. No, 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 no. You get back to them. Okay. No, let's go to them. Right. Let's stay on them then. Fine. You, you yeah, run this podcast. Do this in order of finishing. Uh, okay. All right. Run the okay. show. Why can't. All right. Uh, here's what impressed me about Webb, And this actually ties into what JT was just talking about. Um, the whoops, there were jumps after the whoops. They, the jumps were a little bit different. And then there's a left after them, and that left was different. But the, it was 80% the same. And Webb was bad in that section on Sunday. That's where Roxon got him. 
And then the first half of this main event, he was bad in that section. He was not only bad in the whoops, but he was going into that left-hand turn so slow. And he did the same. Kenny greased that corner when he passed him on Sunday, but Webb was also terrible in there. And I was like, why is he going? Is he messing with Roxon? Is he like, ah, you can go by. You're going to get tired. Like, I could not understand why he went so slow through there on Sunday. And he was doing it again here. And then all of a sudden, 10 minutes to go, I'm like, oh, he's just now going really fast in the whoops and going fast into that corner. Like, he just... Literally turned it from the worst part of the track for him yeah. to the best. He didn't midway through a race. He didn't really give me my answer in the press conference that I wanted, and that's fine, whatever. But I, I, I asked him, what, what changes in you? Like, what happened? Yeah. What, what goes on? And you know, he's like, ah, yeah, it's a little bit of mentality, and you know, blah blah blah. But I don't think he, I don't know. think he could answer that. I really don't. I, I think it's in just an innate quality he possesses that you know, it's like uh, what sports writers would call the clutch gene. You know, and, and we all make fun of that, and it's such a debated topic of whether the clutch gene exists. But I think that's as close as you're going to get to it in our sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it great. Um, Did you notice it, JT? Did you notice how much better he got from the whoops through that left-hander? Oh, no doubt. Yeah, he, and he talked about it on TV. He yeah. figured out uh, figured out the line in the whoops. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in, in that that corner, you know, have. Now that you mention it, I think if Tomac figures out the inside line, he probably yeah. wins because Cooper was just killing him there. He would reel him in, and then you could just see Cooper would pull out 10 feet back out, and it would just undo all of the good that, that Tomac had done every lap. Yeah, Tomac actually mentioned that he was having the conversation with his dad, who's gnarly, on the way back from the track, <laughs> realizing that he probably should have tried to not hit that triple quite as fast so he could got could have gotten to the inside, probably would have worked out better. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, you can visually crazy. see it. Yep. You can visually see yeah. the gap increase, and that had to be—it had to be really disheartening for Tomac. But I'm—I think I'm more surprised that Eli didn't change his line because these guys are so intuitive, and yeah. you would have thought he would see the gap increase there and try something different. Uh, but he, he just stuck to that that outside line. So yeah, I don't know if you just got stuck in a rut. Sometimes mentally, you just get locked into a line and can't really break out of it. But he seemed like he was flowing so well and, and was so in the moment. I, I was kind of surprised to see him not change it up. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, the starts were were god awful. Uh, the last two races, he's got yeah, a. That's bad. Yeah, they're right. We thought they were fixed. We thought they were. Uh, it doesn't seem to matter. I mean, he got second, you know, with that god awful start. But man, um, yeah, we thought. So what, is it uh, is it crazier how bad his starts are, or the fact that Webb did not hole shot that main event with the the start he had? Because he absolutely annihilated it. Well, I know you didn't get to watch on TV, yeah. but we you did. And he just annihilated everybody out of the gate. And then somehow through the first turn, he just kind of blew it. Yeah, Osborne snuck in, huh? Um. Yeah, he, he tried to he break too early in the first turn. I think he wanted to control the inside. And then Zacco just rolled, rode right around the outside of him. And uh, instead of being first, and I think, I think, honestly, if he starts first, it's a very easy race for him because he would have – he, I think he had a little bit more pace and he would have controlled the race and, and Eli wouldn't have really gotten close. Um, but it, it just shows you little things like that. Just breaking a little bit too early in the first turn can change your main event from being pretty easy to being a dogfight all the way to the end. Uh, I just figured it out. Yeah, I just went back and watched it. Uh, I couldn't remember which race was which. In the heat race, he also pulled an unbelievable hole shot, but a kind of rare for Cooper, he blew the first corner yeah, like he went, big he, time. Yeah, he flew into the outside, yeah. So I yeah. think he came into the main saying, don't do that again. And then he actually backed it up too much. 
<laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, Osborne's come getting so close and you know, like you gotta think of, think about that. Obviously the lappers hurt him a little bit cause he's the first guy to get to him. I think that, that, that wasn't, he didn't get through him as smooth as everybody else. And part of that is because he's in the front and he's the first guy. And also like, if you're Osborne, you lead 20 laps or whatever, whatever he led. I, I, the official results aren't posted yet from the AMA. And this could be a hashtag never change AMA. Or I wonder if they're looking at something because the official results are not up. Most likely it's never change AMA. Most likely. Okay. But, okay. but, but, but anyways, um, you know, Osborne makes one mistake and gets third. Like just just a small little thing came in hot, uh, almost lost the front end and gets third, <laughs> leads all those laps. You know, you got to think it's it's Webb's Webb being patient though. I really believe that. Um, I think he's trying hard. I, I don't think Webb is, you know, intentionally just waiting back going. Oh, I'm going to let Zacho lead for a while. Uh, I think it's just when it really comes down to it and it really gets serious and Webb's like, holy crap, Tomac's here. I think those two just have an extra 1% that Zach doesn't have yet. And, you know, the only other person I think in the class that maybe has it at times is Kenny. So don't take that as a negative, Zach, when you listen to this. But I think just when it really ramps up and they're, they have to go flat out at the very end, they just seem like they have an extra 1% right now. And that seems to be a little bit too much for Zach when it when it matters, right? It, halfway through the race, it's fine, but it's like when they go flat out and it's everything's on the line, they just have a little bit more. Yeah, I can't argue with that as much as I would like to. I mean, Zach does yeah, seem to treat. I, I agree. Up, yeah. I don't think it's just a coincidence. Like it's a mistake. Like those guys were, you know, there was a, something extra that Webb had. Yeah. He just wasn't yeah. using it. No, and and, right. and after Zach gets past the last few races, he loses he loses the edge, right? He loses yeah. it. Like he doesn't yeah. stay right there. He, you know, it's just it's a it's a higher level of intensity than he's quite ready yet for. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think that Webb can can break it out at will, right? I don't think he can just wield it when he wants to. I think it almost has to be a forced intensity from behind him, right? The, the adrenaline rush of Tomac coming, I, I think is really what makes that possible for him and, and sends him into a zone where he can just go ahead and go past Zacho and force the pass. Because I think he would, he would love to get around Zacho and get away from all the fray if he could, but it, it takes that little bit extra that, you know, when Tomac gets to him that forces him by, because you can see it happen all at once. He's just like, Oh my God, I got to go. I got to go right now. And he just pulls out some, you know, really aggressive, really impressive pass when you've kind of been waiting on it for the whole main event before. Well, Zach's figuring it out. Unfortunately, series has only got one more race left, but uh, yeah, it's, it's cool to see. Really cool to see him step up here. Yeah. I mean, look, you know how many great 250 guys have come in multiple titles, whatever, making that leap. Uh, it's like 50, 50 that the guys are going to get there. Like he's got to be feeling so much better now yeah. about, Hmm, I can be, as you'd like to say, Steve, a guy. Yeah. Yep. He's a guy now. Uh, Roxon fourth. Roxon was on Zach a little bit at the end there. He couldn't get that rhythm down. Um, I never saw him jump at once, but I talked to Brayton. Brayton said he did do it. Um, I don't think he did it very much. It, it was like four tenths quicker, according to a couple of guys I talked to. Three to four yeah, tenths quicker. Seemed, seemed uh, and I never saw, I never saw Kenny do it. He just, again, Brayton said he did. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but uh, Man, that, that hurt. Did you? Did you guys think Kenny was going to blast Tomac in the corner after the finish that lap? 
Oh no! He had it. Blast he had it. If you, I know. I, I'm with you. It's not his style. No. But you just like if you're thinking of if if it's ever going to happen, he he doesn't have that angle on Tomac where Tomac was absolutely vulnerable, and Tomac even forced it into the outside berm where he really opened the door if Kenny wanted to just punt him. And yeah, I mean, true to form, Kenny didn't do it, and you know that's the class act of the way Kenny rides, but. I thought for a second it was coming. Second fastest lap of the main event for Kenny uh, and fourth. And, like, not on the box, probably not stoked, uh, but, like, didn't back up his win that we just saw. But Weege, he never really got tired. He, he was he was a tick off. He's Osborne, a tick off. But this was still, like, a good race for Ken Roxon. This was still a good well, race. Actually, yeah, I, I, that was going to be my question. Um, you could see it better than us. Like, once he got past, he was out of the screen. So it wasn't uh, it wasn't the return of the fake. Uh, I, I literally no, can't tell. No, no, he was right there. Okay, he, he was right there. Yeah, he finished. Uh, like I said, right over, right on Osborne, uh, three oh, seconds right. back of, of Tomac. You know, so yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm, well, I'm watching good. the race. I'm watching the race right now, and it's five and a half minutes to go, and Kenny is literally right on Tomac's rear wheel. Yeah, that's a lot better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was. I just that rhythm. I don't know. I don't know what was up with that rhythm. Uh, they just couldn't couldn't feel confident enough to do it. Yeah. Uh, Anderson rode well. Anderson uh, won that was fast qualifier. He won the heat. So good job for Anderson. Good, good, good ride for him for sure. Yeah, I thought he would fend off Tomac a little bit better. Like he did try. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought he was good enough to to go with those guys. But once Tomac got him, they they pulled away pretty quick. I agree. I was surprised he didn't. He couldn't go with that pack. He w- he was clearly the the best of the rest. I was just surprised he couldn't go with them. Well, there was a 14-second difference between Brayton in sixth and Anderson in fifth. So, that right. that yeah, he was the the worst of the best. I would say I would put it that way. The better the better way for Anderson. Um, he figured out that rhythm too right away. I love I love stuff like that. I just love it. I love when we have the world's best supercross racers and somebody's doing something that not many are doing, or the guy who figures it out first or whatever. I just I like that stuff. Um, so, yeah, Brayton six, though. He got a start, Weech. Uh, it's probably his best Salt Lake, he told me, which I, I would agree with. His best Salt Lake ride. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree yeah. with that, too. Um, that was pretty good. Um, what we're going to get to here is as we start going through this field. So, Brayton didn't – he held off Tomac for, like, two – like, one rhythm lane, like, one one or two sections and really one rhythm lane. And then once Tomac got inside of him, he just let him by. And uh, He also this- let Ken Roxon by. Well, I don't know. I mean, he said he had dirt on his hand at the first Salt Lake City, right? <laughs> yeah, this this one was odd because his head was looking way back. It was really odd. I thought he was looking up at the press box at Steve. Oh, maybe, yeah. Uh, e-bike guy. Um, what we're going to get into is we start talking about the rest of this field. Anderson did try to fight off Tomac. Obviously, Roxon did. Obviously, Webb and Osborne. I will hear people complain, why aren't these dudes fighting for position? But at the same time, if one of these dudes really fought for it, You'd also hear, what are these morons doing? You're not in the championship. Get out of the way. You're not going to hold them off anyway. So I'm just trying to illustrate the weirdo balance that you, all these guys have to play. You definitely, Brayton, you definitely see this. Tough on Eli. Yeah, you definitely see this stuff late in the series all, all the time. Guys are like, look, man, like a Weimer or a Brayton or guys like that. They're just like, uh, listen, man, you're in the championship. Good, good work. You know, good luck. Like, you definitely see that. Um, yeah, and I feel like they'll get bagged on, but I also want to remind that they will get bagged on for doing the opposite too. Yeah, like it's what if Brayton right was just? It's what, the right thing to do. To move over, you think, JT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
If so, Brayton holds up Eli for two laps, three laps, even, dude, the people will hate him for that. Yeah, remember when JT cost Dunge to win? <laughs> oh god! Remember? God, <laughs> I do. Um, remember when JT ruined the Ironman Legends race too? Oh, yep. Remember all that? Uh, that was Todd DeHoop. Um, uh, but we've been talking about Mookie and talking about Marty, all of us, and they've been riding great. And Brayton beats him. Gets a start and beats him. Just an idea of how well he rode, you know? So, because Mookie's been no slouch, neither has Marty. So, good job for, for Brayton to do that. And Malcolm and Marty kind of were going at it all race. Just just kind of by themselves. Not really in the mix, but not far off, you know? So, but I think a seventh and eighth is fine. They'll take that all day. Yeah, their pace was good. Yeah. I mean, there's one minute left as I'm watching this, and they're 16 seconds off the lead. Like, that's pretty respectable. Barsha went from uh, like 18th to uh, to ninth, and uh, I mean it was a good ride by him. It was, it was his best one. I talked to him after the race. I said, "Look, man, great ride. Uh, you really rode well. I know you know a ninth isn't good on paper, but you charged hard." And then I said to him, "Look, I've been bagging on you the whole time, so I just want you to know that." Like this has been a terrible return <laughs> to Supercross. He he just said, "Is you know what? Honestly, you, you can listen to the interview. I'll post it in a second. Uh, just the bike. He, he said this bike's not working on this hard pack and they're doing things and they took a bunch of power away and it helped. He said, you wouldn't think you'd do that at altitude, but you took a bunch of power away and it helped the bike, but now he can't get a start. And then they had something for the starts and it worked really good near the end of the supercross before the break, but he can't use it here with this tra- with this type of dirt here. So that's where I'm at. He sounded pretty frustrated and we, you talked to AP at some point and kind of echoed the same kind of stuff, both guys. Yeah, there was a, a conference call, press conference a couple days ago, and AP happened to be in it. So I kind of asked him, like, what's the difference seeing, you know, where you were at Daytona and, and now? And he said, honestly, our bike's good in ruts and soft dirt. It is not good in hard pack. So these are the worst conditions for us. So that's two guys saying the same thing. So it's not just Barsha making an excuse. And JT, wasn't this what you used to say? Like, even in Webb's Yamaha days, wasn't this the deal? Yeah, yeah. He, Webb would very much be better on soft conditions. But the funny thing was, is that Chad hated his bike in soft conditions. So that's right. Yeah. Take that for whatever it's worth, but it it definitely, I think you can take away the fact that it seems like the blue crew bike is temperamental regardless of what the conditions are, where they work. It's a great bike. I don't want it to seem like I'm bagging on Barsha because I'm certainly not. He's, he's just not the same rider we saw at Atlanta, you know, a few months ago. Yeah. Right yeah. No, he's frustrated. You can tell, you know, he still rode well tonight though. 18th to ninth is good, yeah, yeah, you know, know but, but yeah. he was, he was capable of winning at any time, you know, leaving in the late February. It's just more, it's more exciting when Barsha's up front with guys. <laughs> Remember the Barsha Tomac stuff for a couple of weeks there. It was just glorious. Oh, just, yeah. just amazing. Yeah. Um, Baggett 10th, uh, Benny Bloss, 11th. Benny caught Baggett and I thought was going to get him. Was uh, all over him. And then next, I looked I looked away at the lead pack. I looked back and Benny was like four seconds back. I'm like, what happened? Didn't fall or anything, but but well, seriously, he was all over Blake. So Blake probably freaked out that his teammate was going to beat him. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, and Jeff Bloss, who 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 was leaving, uh, came back after Benny won the heat. And uh, and Jeff Bloss oh. is here, so he got retested and uh, came back back to back to uh, to the races. So. Um, Hill got 12th. Uh, he was up front early. Not much to say about Justin Hill. How many, how many approximate laps do you think Justin Hill did between, uh, Daytona and Salt Lake city round 11? 
Uh, that's uh, a good uh, enough uh, answer there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not the same guy. If he gets that third place start, you know, two three months ago, I think he gets a top six or seven finish. But even if he hadn't done any laps, right, which I believe I'm in that camp. We don't know, but I believe that he still isn't when he's fresh. He's not showing us anything on, on, on like a one lap heater. He's not showing us that either. He's not showing anything, you know? So, Oh, I know. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like that, that is usually a telltale sign of, you know, he took a lot of time off and, and I'm 1 million percent speculating. So all of you that are going to get, you know, Justin Hill fans that are pissed, that's okay. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I see. I have no evidence to support it, but he's just not riding as well as he was. Dino, Dino held off Eli for the heat race win. Rockstar Husky goes two for two for heat, heat race wins. Yeah. Then just gets a garbage start. And dude, this is what I was looking at too. Like him and AP are 13th and 14th. And dude, they're, they're going at it. Like it's gnarly. And they're 13th and 14th. And they look like they're trying their balls off just just a different level like it seriously they're they're both guys are probably so upset with their rides you know 13th and 14th isn't where they want to be but man they look like they were going really fast so well you know it's interesting to me is like when you know two years ago Plessinger's coming out Osborne's coming out Savachi's coming out and all these all these rookies were like who's going to be the guy that steps up and you watch the main events right now, and it's taken a long time, but it seems like Zach has kind of separated himself from that rookie class pretty well. And it, I, I don't know who I would have thought at the time, right? They were all riding really, really well. Um, but Zach has definitely taken a pretty big step forward to this return anyway because it felt like Plessinger was taking a big step forward yeah. in Atlanta and Daytona, and then that's kind of flipped. Yeah, Osborne was making a lot of mistakes. You know, last last year yeah. too, made a lot of mistakes. You know, speed, yeah. but but yeah. Um, could it could it be the track? Do you guys think it could be just the track? I mean, Zach would hate to hear that. But well, altitude, track, right, all of it, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. Uh, but Dino Dino was fast, but he's going to be pretty frustrated with that thirteenth. Yeah, look at um, what just did. to add another guy in there, Marty too. Right, same kind of bike. I know Husky KTM, whatever, but the same similar chassis. And you look at Benny Bloss has really stepped it up. You look at Marty's really stepped it up. Zacho, they're all on that same chassis. So maybe something to look at anyway. What about Marty getting the rookie of the year? What about that? That's awesome. It's awesome. How much does that say? So proud. I, I just, you know, there's, there's one man in a forest yelling about Marty's 450 potential. One man out there just Ten by himself. Who? Ted Tedder. No, me. Oh. Not Ted Tedder. Uh, and I'm rewarded. We're rewarded. We are rewarded we, with a 450 we. Supercross Rookie of the Year. Although, Weege, could you make a case for AC? Two podiums? Fast yeah, as the balls? Whole thing is, it's just based on points, right? Is he ahead of oh, is it? No. is it? Yeah, he's 50 points up on AC. Is it yeah, really? it, has been, it has been based on points in the oh, past. Oh, I didn't know that. You know I what? thought it was yeah. some sort of arbitrary award. Okay, all right. No, 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 it has been based on points in the past. But, I mean, you just had to be, you know, uh, you see these videos of a, a soldier gets sent to Afghanistan. You know, he's in there for a year or two, and then he, he sees a picture of his kids or, or gets to do a FaceTime with his kids or something. For you seeing that photo. Uh, Marty, it, 450 Supercross Rookie of the Year. It just it just cements even more, Weege, how mm-hmm. right I am about everything. 
You know how on point I am about everything wow. in this sport. Wow. So we, is it, we have to loop, loop everything in because of this. I just, you know, when you believe and you're, you're steadfast in your beliefs and you get rewarded, that's the kind of feeling you have. Hey, if there's one thing I'll say about you, you are steadfast in your beliefs. I will <laughs> sign up for that. Yep. And Marty is crushing it and he's the rookie of the year. Great work, Marty. We did it. We did it. Um, uh, it's, it's Duke. He's been really good, though. He has been. He's been. Oh. Yeah, he already did quite a bit at the last race, but he was back to being solid again here. When does he get a factory ride? Like full factory ride? Not anytime soon. That's what I'm afraid of. I mean, and that's not a slight, but getting eighth in the main event is not going to get you a full factory ride, I don't think. Or disappearing for the outdoors. Right. Why does but he, he, he is riding really well. Well, I think financially it would be a pretty big... Cool. Yeah, it, it would be nice if that resulted in more money, but I, I, I feel like the the riding the bike is the same or similar or close, right? Yeah, I, it, I just don't. Okay. I don't think he's making a lot of money right now. Is right, the, I, it, I would agree with that. That's is there tough. a richer man in the pits than Ted Tedder? Eli Tomac. He's not. He has more money than Ted Tedder. Ricky Carmichael. Nope. Nope. Kenneth Feld. Yes, but he's not in the pits. Anyway, Dirt Shark. Ted, no, Ted, Go ahead. Ted could put a team together with Marty. Like he's got to be stoked on this. He he hired Weimer. He hired Nick. You know he had a little. T- he's got to be stoked on this. Maybe this is what he needs to push to. You know, who has more money, Genova or Ted Tedder? Ted Tedder. Oh, by far. Really? Oh God, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And you wouldn't think so, looking at their setups and how much money they're putting into the sport. No, no, Tedder is just unbelievably loaded. So he could do this. Yeah, oh, but sure you're, going, you're not bagging on the dude, though, right? No, I'm not. No, like he put this thing together and he gave Marty a ride. Like he, no, yeah. why am I? No, he I'm had, saying, I'm saying zero dollars. I'm saying yeah. he could. This could be the. He could be excited and and stoked with Marty oh. and these finishes and right. step the program up and, and I don't. Know. I don't think he's just going to write Marty a big check though. That doesn't seem like that's how he's ever. No, no, run but his team. But maybe this is what does it. These, these rides, these attention, the rookie of the year, the I trophy. But I, I don't think that's how it would work. I think they would go out and get a sponsor because they would want to be associated with Marty. I, I don't think that Matt Tedder would be like, you know what? You're killing it. I'm going to write you this huge mm-hmm. check. I do. That doesn't benefit me at all. I do. <laughs> For what? So I, like, I don't know. So, I mean, all right. So Chad Reed got 15th and I'm supposed to mountain bike with him in the morning. Okay. He had to go to the LCQ. Uh, I, I, I went, I may or may not have gone into his pit to go look at his mask that he wore today, him and Ellie. Um, so I may or may not have spoken to him at a social distance, uh, length and we made plans to mountain bike and all that. And he said, text me after the race. We'll figure out a time. I have no text back from him. Uh, is, was his ride, uh, going to cause him enough anger to, to cancel the ride or not even text me back. That's what I'm really wondering right now. You're trying to understand Chad Reed. Yep. You're right. Yeah. I'll just leave. That's all. That's all I really have to tell you. Does he text me tonight or tomorrow morning or does he just blow it off? Cause of anger? Uh, I would say a good chance tomorrow morning. <sighs> okay. All right. Well, I mean, it's pretty late now. I know. So I, don't, yeah. I don't think that's coming tonight. Right. 
maybe he didn't like me making fun of his mask. Well, I, I, what what response did he think he was going to get? <laughs> he thought it was pretty good. He said it was helped his his breathing. <laughs> I, it probably does help breathing. Yeah, they showed it on TV. They showed Ellie in the stands with one. Oh, they did. Oh yeah. Uh, it's I think it's awesome. It's, it's like a robot. <laughs> it's like pretty cool. Um. So anyway, fifteenth for Chad tonight. LCQ, and there's just chiz chizzing everywhere. And Chad was able to break through that. So good job. Uh, tickle. I didn't notice tickle. Anyone? Anybody? I did. Yes, because he was on my fantasy team, and he could not pass uh, that group of Reed, Plessinger, Dean Wilson. He just followed those guys around the whole time. Um. Cunningham, fine. steady, yeah. steady and yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cunningham made it in. Uh, Aaron Hansel is very happy about that. Uh, Cunningham was also a massive obstacle when he was getting lapped, not on purpose, I'm sure, but it, he definitely <laughs> did not help Eli Tomac at all. What are you laughing at? Just Cunningham and Hansel. Yeah, I just love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cunningham also too making a rather risky pass in the LCQ on Freddie. Like every he, pass yeah. on Freddie is risky. Yeah. Especially Kyle too. Cunningham also was risky. Oh God! Yeah. So nobody would nobody no insurance adjuster would ever write write a policy for that happening. <laughs> I want to insure a Cunningham Norin battle for for spare parts. No, sir. We will not no, take that. You. We will not take that yeah. policy. Um, no was this Trinity's first main? Like, um, no. since, come, since oh. Utah, I'm coming oh, yeah. back to Utah. Absolutely. Right. That's yes. what I thought. He has been the number one rider that has. Uh, caused me the most stress and fantasy. Uh, you are wrong. Uh, I thought you were wrong, and he made the first main event. SLC won. He did? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, he got okay. hurt in it. Yeah, ankle. No, he hurt his ankle, then he pulled out because of the ankle. He didn't get oh, hurt in okay. the main, but yeah, he hurt his ankle earlier in the day. All he right. made the main? Yeah. Huh. All right. Huh. <laughs> uh, but he's back. I take it back. But he's back in, um, so... And the Bear and A-Ray, 21 and 22nd, so not much to say. A-Ray was never not in 22nd place. He was in 22nd place every single lap of the race. <laughs> um, he, he made and it he into finished. the heat, though. And he finished. Yeah, yeah he finished, yeah. too. Like, that's, what, that's pretty incredible. You're in tw- you start 22nd, you ride every single lap, and you never get out of 22nd. Yeah, that's tough to do in Supercross history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Um, all right. Anybody think that Tomac doesn't wrap it up next week? Anyone? Nah, he's good. He'll be smart. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. He's on verge of the for the title. He'll, I kind of wonder what place he'll get. You like uh, Anderson Weege? I, I think he's out. Oh, okay. I don't think it <laughs> finally going to give it up. What play, what, what's the prediction on what place he gets? Yeah. Uh, second. Really? Yeah, sure. Uh, I don't think so. I think he gets like fourth or fifth. I mean, he was like 20. Yeah. He was 21 going the first turn this weekend. I got second. Oh, I know. So. I just don't think he's going to take any chances like he was t- today. I yeah. think he really wanted to win, get it over with, and was willing to take some chances. I think that's all done. And you see him get a safe start and then cruise around and get fourth or fifth. All right. Yeah. Maybe. Weege, you think yeah, that? We'll yeah. I, I think it's going to be a super conservative cruise ride. All right. 
Um, all right. Thanks for uh, listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Thanks to Fly Racing, um, flyracing.com, Beck Baggett, Zach Osborne, Justin Brayton, all in the uh, top 10 tonight with uh, Fly Racing gear on. So good job to those guys. And please check them out for the uh, uh, jet ski stuff and the mountain bike stuff and all that uh, from the folks at flyracing.com. They've got the uh, BOA on the back of two lines of gear, which is really neat to see the, the BOA stuff is a uh, really cool fitment with that. So um, thanks to flyracing.com. Thank you, Renthal, renthal.com for more information on that fat bar 36 twin wall bar the fat bar the seven eights bar is still around sprockets chains rental.com uh, for more information on those guys uh, max's tires speaking of a ray uh killing it with the uh, mxsts dev- designed by the king and the greatest champion the sport has ever seen that's right i didn't even stutter jeremy mcgrath Maxis.com for more information on that. AliasCBD.com, the official pain bomb provider of the Geico Honda team. Alias Racer X is the code to save with that. And Weege, what else? Yeah, Onyx Maps, great way to find out where you can ride a variety of vehicles, even drive a variety of vehicles. So go to OnyxMaps.com or OnyxOffRoad.com. And don't forget to subscribe so you can get one of these cool e-bikes. I guess not the one that you always talk about, Steve, but you have one. You've ridden one. I'm not familiar with yeah. any brand other than the Intense Taser, but uh, oh, apparently okay. there's an e-bike up for grabs that you subscribe. And it, surely, you've, if you people are listening, you've heard myself and Weege and Anton and everybody else talk about the joys of e-bikes, but not JT. Not JT. Never only, did it. Never did it. Road bike never only. Never did it. Wow. But get yourself a, a, an e-bike. I just talked to Kyle Peters. He said he rode an e-bike for the first time. He was also very, very excited. So. I'm yeah, they're, they're awesome. And um, there's one called a Specialized... Hmm. Uh, it's a brand called Specialized. I don't know. Not very small well company. Yeah, small. Yeah, small company. Not very well known. But if you subscribe to RacerX Online, you could be entered to win one of these. And I advise you to do it via a link that's racerxonline.com/slash/weege. Okay, guys. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, yeah. Give. Uh, do not. Do not go with any of the other subscriber links you may have heard about. Uh, all right. They're actually fishing bots, and they will result in money being drained for your bank. Oh. Is there a slash yeah. Hansel? <laughs> we need to get on that. We need to get on a slash I'm Hansel. I'm in on that one. Okay. I got no. I got no reaction to the sandwich stuff on the text. Nothing. I dude, I practically did the same thing. Yeah, so I good. made myself a sandwich uh, to get to the press box at those races because I knew we couldn't eat in the pits. Hansel did the same. I brought you food. Oh, that was dinner. I had to get lunch. Oh, I gotcha. I do appreciate it. I, of course, did not offer or pay back. It was great. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not 10 years old. I'm not eating a sandwich out of a Ziploc. What? That I, that I what? made that morning. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not. Seriously. Yeah. I'm not 10. I'm not, not 10 years old. I don't, I'm not, I don't have a lunchbox with a sandwich and a Ziploc. I, I don't do that. I like that he used somebody's personal refrigerator. That's yeah. my favorite part yeah. of the story. Yeah. I have a question for you, Steve. When yeah. you go riding, uh, dirt bike riding, those are longer days. You e-bike riding, you can leave the house, you can be back. But when you go dirt bike riding, what do you do for lunch? Nothing. I eat before, and then I go dirt bike riding, and then I'm done, and I go home. Okay. Right. I'm not laying out a picnic basket like Yogi and Boo Boo and, and just, just you know have this big old meal uh, out there with uh, picnic baskets and flies and Ziplocs and sandwiches. I'm not doing that. Wow. Okay. I did not know sandwiches. They're done at age 12. They're not, they're, they're, but they're not, you know, putting a Ziploc and bring it. Mmm, sandwich. I've been saving it all day. Like, no. 
And JT, I did it. I did it. And JT's Rose with me on done. this. He's not saying anything, but JT's with me on this because he doesn't okay. do that either. Okay. So right. you had Marty's rookie of the year. I understand. You're just going to bulldoze through everyone now. You're, JT, you're high at, on the confidence at flyracing.com in Boise on your lunch break. Do you whip out a sandwich that you put in the fridge at 9 a.m.? Uh, I used to bring like pre-made meals, but they were not sandwiches in Ziploc bags. You would heat them up in a microwave. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. No problem. That's a real. That's a real. That's what adults do. Right. Yeah. They don't. No, I don't. I don't bring uh, PB and J in a Ziploc. Yeah. Bag. Cut the crust off and just. Right. Uh, yeah. It's all mushed and stuff. Mm, yeah. Great. <laughs> so uh, you guys are so cool. You guys are so cool. Um. All right, let's uh, let's get race tech too. Pulp twenty's code to save with race tech, race tech.com. Official okay. suspension of a zombie blows and Cody Shock out there in the two fifty class. And at some point, Cody Shock pulled off tonight in the main event for many laps and then jumped back in. But that allowed him to beat Jerry, who looked like he KO'd himself. <laughs> and so Cody was I don't know. Hold on. I want to see how many laps Cody Shock was down tonight. Uh, provisional results. Here we go. Uh, yeah, he was uh, uh, nine laps down. Cody Shock was. But Jerry only completed 10. So there you go, folks. One extra. No, that's not even an extra point for Cody. Because 21 and 22 pay, still pay one point. So anyways, all right. Two things I'm excited about tonight. Two things. The Marty Award, which was the pinnacle of my motocross journalism career. Oh, Wow. Because I believed in Marty, and he paid 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 us back. All right, that's number one. Okay. Number two was Sexton's ride tonight. Uh, that's a clutch ride. That was awesome. Uh, catching Shane, putting a pass on Shane that was clean yet aggressive, and then you know it was such a great way to do it that Shane couldn't retaliate right away. And then the laps he laid down after he got by uh, Shane. You know this is a kid that you know younger kid three points only. Uh, blah 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 just just a great ride by sexton uh, scrubbing the double before making the pass on shane was was highly skilled maneuver uh jt chase sexton great ride yeah i mean it's it's definitely tense between those two you know i i know well i shouldn't say no i, I have a very strong inkling that chase was perturbed at a couple of the passes that mcelrath had put on him and he got his chance to flex a little bit back and then he got it done, and then to his credit, he was fast enough to ride away from him. So, you know, if you're Shane McElrath, what, you, of course you can be pissed, but you've got to be even more pissed that you didn't have the pace to go catch him. Weege? Yeah, there's a couple underrated uh, races this year uh, where Sexton snuck in a pass and got away from McElrath. It's actually happened a couple of times. Uh, and some of them were in triple crown races and a lot of that stuff. There's so much action there. You forget every single move, but he's been able to beat McElrath, pass him and get away from him a couple times this year. I'd say more than McElrath has done that to him. Uh, it's impressive. And it's even better when you think of really the tag that he had to carry was that he lucked into the title last year or backed into it. He did. You say, he, he did. Fortner. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Right, right. So he had to carry that. So I feel like he's done the best possible job this year of, like, he he just, that was as straight up as you can get. He started behind the guy he had to beat. He passed him. He pulled away. Uh, he's doing exactly what he needed to do, which is not just win it, no, and he, win it straight up. And he even, like, punked him in the pass. You know what I mean? Like, even that. Like, yeah, bang. See ya. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, just, just, a little, just, yeah. 
I think that's a little bit of it. Like he's trying to establish himself a little bit. And I don't know if it's because he, he knows last year didn't have that, that the right tint to it, or it's just a McElrath thing or, well, Sexton said it was a strategy, right? He wanted to make sure McElrath couldn't get him back. So he wanted to open up a gap in that corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. That, yeah, that had a little, right. had a little attitude on it. Uh, yeah, that was a great ride. Fantastic. So six points for Sexton, seven yep. points for Ferenda. So do, I think I think both guys both guys hold on to it. Both of you think so, or I don't know, man. Forkner's dangerous right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're you're talking one guy like Sexton just got the straight up of straight up wins here, but Forkner got the straight up of straight up wins on on Ferrandis, and then you throw in. Couple other guys, East West. I, I don't guarantee it. I mean, I'd rather be up like Ferrandez is, but I mean, Fortner's on the gas right now. JT, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, with the points lead they have, uh, it certainly looks good. But man, these show these showdowns are crazy. I I don't rule anything out. Um, I I think the only thing that's working in the, the leader's favor is that the East coast is so weak because normally you just double up the talent and it's just a free for all, but man, the East is really struggling for depth. So instead of, you know, five, six, seven guys that can upset the apple card, they really only have three in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously you'd love to have the six to seven point lead going in, but I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, McElrath has to use his start prowess and get a good start and try to go win the damn race. I think that's that's what he has to try to do, and obviously the same for Forkner. But I think uh, I think McElrath might be in a in a tougher spot here because Sexton looks pretty damn good, and and I think Ferrandis is prone to getting a bad start. He he certainly has, and he's he's been hole shotting, but. That's that's the Forkner recipe is whole shot and win and, and hope Ferrandis blows it and then for McElrath you've got to win and hope some other guys just get in the way because I don't think Sexton's gonna blow the start. Uh, all right. Uh Nichols third kind of rode by himself a little bit. Pierce Brown was third for early. Nichols got him. Brown Brown was there yeah, though. Like yeah. Brown hung with him. Yeah. Schmoda's gonna get third in the points in this coast, and uh yeah, I couldn't tell you one great race that Joe Schmoda had. Is he going to get third for sure? Yeah, he's uh, how many back is he? Twelve, and so no, not for sure. He's uh, twelve. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, bad I, race I, for Swole. So they were kind of hyping yeah. up this rookie of the year uh, battle between the two of them, and uh, that really helped Shimoda. I feel like to me, Shimoda's been a little better than Swole. So I feel like it's kind of like now the results are back to reflecting. Uh, um, yeah, Swole Shimoda just had a couple bad races, but Swole was running well. Swole was dead last on the first lap, so he went down. Uh, and Shimoda ate crap in practice and looked a little yeah. out of it. So good job for him for lining up. Yeah, uh, Kyle Peters is, is just going to chiz. Peters is going to Peters. <laughs> chiz going to chiz. Six for KP. Seventh for Enzo. Zombie blows came through the pack for eighth. JT, that was Lorenzo's best ride of the year. Yes, it was solid. He moved yeah. forward. Uh, that's kind of the form that that's made us want to pick him in the past. It just that was the first time he's really shown it. Curran Thurman was up there too. Got eleven. He but was. Curran Thurman yeah. was up there, dude. He yeah. was. Uh, and John Short this was too. Class, John Short was. This through. class is terrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Mister and Mrs. Thurman. I so know. sorry. It, it's not his fault. 
he rode really well. That's by far the best he's ever ridden in a main event. But man, the class is just really, yeah. it's had a rough go. Uh, Starling should have done better. I told him that. He should have. He should have. You're right. Uh, Sinai whole shot, JT. He whole shot the yeah, main event. Darian Sinai. He's whole shot a bunch of GPs, so we, sh- we shouldn't be shocked at that. Um, but I guess the fact that he, we're just wondering if he's going to qualify then to then whole shot a main event. Right. Weege, Sinai's whole shot. Pretty sweet. Yeah, that really was. Yes, you even threw a text out there about like I just, how impressive. I just can't believe it. Yeah, against factory bikes and kind of his skill level yeah. that he's shown. I'm just like, holy. Yeah. Uh, yep. Osby had a rough day. God, Osby went down a lot. Uh, well, not as bad as uh, Jace Owen, who apparently the team didn't have parts or something because his bike broke both times, and then he never showed up for the heat. So did they run out of parts? Does anybody know? Wow. Um, Justin Rodbell, that's his first main, right? Uh, he made Daytona. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He made one other, uh, yeah, John, Daytona, I believe. John short crashed twice and was way, he was third for a while, third or fourth for a while, fourth, I guess for a little bit. So John short had a rough, rough thing from there to go get 20th. And then Cody shock and Jerry Robin to the surprise of nobody, 21 and 22. And they both, yep. you know, unfortunately crashed. Yeah. Did uh, Jerry, what Jerry, 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 yeah. Did you pick him in uh, Pulp Mix Fantasy Weege? No, I've. I think I've only did it once this year. He's a tasty fourteen. I just can't redo it, man. He was up there. He was charged. He was like thirteenth, fourteenth, looking oh, looking, looking okay. I feel like Jerry has Jerry has Jerry, but he's not Jerrying nearly as much as he used to. But at the same time, the upside isn't where it used to be either. It's like the walls have come in on both sides. You're no longer seeing Jerry. I, I, would, like seven I think I would agree with that. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Like Mookie, uh, he slowed down to survive, but unfortunately he hasn't managed it. Right. Mookie's figured it out almost all around. Like Mookie's right. getting results, but yeah, yeah. Jerry, Jerry's not as tantalizing as he used to be. Not as frustrating, right. but I, I don't want to ride that. I watched, I watched blows make about 13 passes where he just leaned into the dudes and pushed them off the track. <laughs> Just like I'm a, I'm a man like I, this is, this is that I need that 30 bucks to, you know, buy diapers and get out of the way. Like just, you know, just bowling ball these guys out, or, or out of the way. So good job for zombie. Um, all right. Anything else? Good job, Marty. Yeah, we're good. Good job. Coop. Yep. Good, good job to all those guys. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you. Uh, one more. Good God. SLC seven <laughs> Sunday night. JT, you in or you're out? <laughs> uh, I will be. I will be there. Oh, I will be there. Not giving up. No, why would I give up? I like it. Well, apparently both of you jerk offs gave up on me because I'm by myself now. So we gave you Hansel, bro. I got a guy with sandwiches in a Ziploc. That's great. Why are you taking a shot at Hansel? I'm not. I just, I don't, I find that odd that he, that he brings. You find, you find something that Hansel does odd. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, best pack backpack game in the business. Yeah, no, the guy's I know. Backpack is incredible. Yeah, no, there's a lot in there. It's like, it's like he's a mechanic and going to the, going to the line. So, oh, a Sherpa. Yeah. Sherpa. Yeah. Yep. I took uh, I took a mountain bike in this morning on e-bike. He loved it. It was good. Good time. Um, 
All right. Well, that's a, it's a wrap for SLC six. So great, great racing though. We've seen some good racing here, man. We really have these six races. Yeah. It's, it's been good. Better than I thought. You know what else hasn't happened? We thought there would be ups and downs and uh, guys that were struggling. We're going to be super over it. I, it, from what I can sense, I'm not there like you are, but I don't sense like the mood has really shifted. Like I think for the most part, everybody kind of likes it. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I had to go talk with J bone today. I mean, I may or may not have spoken to J bone today at a, with masks on at a oh, socially, I sure hope you didn't. Yeah. socially distant okay. distance, okay. but yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, things are good for them. They're, they're looking like they're, they're close to a title sponsor. So let's hope that happens. And then Suzuki deal happens. And a lot of us are just scratching our heads about JGR, but you know, there's a positive vibe going on. Maybe it's the Salt Lake City air, but that's awesome. No one wants to see him wow. go away. That's for sure. No, uh, but yeah, there was a press conference with, uh, I think about six, four fifty guys, like the, the not podium guys, but uh, Brayton was in it. That's all I remember. Uh, Brayton, Dean, Plessinger, Brayton, uh, guys like Brayton, that. Took a, Brayton took a shot at me, I heard. Uh, yes, he yeah, did. Yeah. Or No, I think it was just facts, dude. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, he said you're all about e-bike life, and then he and Kenny met up with you, and you crashed five times, and they just left you for dead. <laughs> it's not, left you in the woods. Not totally false, those, those words. Okay. Not totally false. <laughs> okay. As I said, just facts. Right. Uh, anyway, I feel like um, even those guys, those guys out of that group. I don't know if there's any podiums or anything, but they're all pumped. They thought it was great. They yeah. would love to see more of it. Uh, Baggett was in there too. Uh, Bloss. They, they think this is awesome. So it never really got to this, like, dude, this sucks. I want to yeah. get out of here. No, it hasn't been to that. And uh, I, yeah, I think so. And heard today a little bit more. It sounds like Christian Craig to star Yamaha for next year. So that'll be interesting to see. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, word on the street. So then they star will have, uh, Nichols, Cooper, Craig, and, uh, an amateur kid, that amateur kid, the one to ditch Suzuki. Jared Fry. Is he making a, is he pro? Uh, I would assume he's on his way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good times. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're going to lose McElrath and, uh, Verandis. Verandis. That's yeah. big. Yep, absolutely. Um, what is McElrath going to do? I mean, I don't even know what Ferrandis is going to do, but I feel like Ferrandis is in slightly more demand than McElrath. By the way, I don't, I don't, I don't want to bag on this too much, but the McElrath going back at Jmart last on the Instagram about not taking a dive and his back was sore or whatever he had back issues. I thought about that today. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, maybe I was told his back was fine, that he could race, that he wasn't fine, but he could race with it. And then I started thinking, I'm like, wait. Didn't he, he, his last race last year was a 450 at Daytona. So you're telling me with a bad back, you're going to jump in the 450 class in Daytona on another coast. Like, come on. I'm not saying it wasn't hurt. I'm not saying he, his back was hundred percent fine, but jumping in a, into something you've never done before with a back injury strikes me as odd. That's all. Well, that. I think they were pretty transparent. They were like, yeah, could he ride with the back? Yes. Was he going to get like race wins to the back? No. And he was basically just going to go and get fourth in the championship or third in the championship and have some subpar results at the end. Well, okay. To do what? Well, point, point out of the class getting fourth? That's getting fourth or a third or whatever. I mean, that's, that's people would kill for that. That's a good result. Um, no reason to take a dive in the class and, and everything. Well, else. that's uh, your yeah. opinion. Yes. Okay. That's yeah. your opinion. But. Uh, he won what three races this year? I don't know where McElrath goes next year. I really don't. I, I don't know. Cowie's full, Honda's full, 
KTM may have Ferrandez, and if not, they're full. And Yamaha uh, has AP, and you would think Barsha or Ferrandez. And I just don't see yeah. anywhere where Shane could go outside of spot alongside Baggett. And I don't, yeah. but I don't feel like that team. I don't feel like the Rocky Mountain team is going to write a big check for that second spot. So they're going to no. take a guy that isn't going to make big money. And is KTM really like? I don't know if they're pissed at Shane for leaving TLD, but I don't think they're going to do him any favors. Yeah, I always feel like that's overrated, right? Because if, if you think the guy can win or think the guy, that guy can do good, you're just you, you know fine, whatever. Right, but he's like on that bubble. Like yeah. I wouldn't say he's like got it. Like if Ferrandez had burned KTM three years ago, but he's hot property right now. Let's say he wins both titles, then I could see them being like, yeah, who cares? Right. Uh, but I don't think Fran or Macareth has quite that level of leverage. So at that point, they're probably like, yeah, we had you. And we're forgetting about Sabachi, who had a good season and hasn't raced yet, but might be looking for a ride, you know? Yeah, maybe. I mean. Or maybe Shane can go over there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, well, yeah, I guess a lot just depends on how Sabachi does. I would hate to see the team really not even give him a chance. No, no. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I could see I could see that happening. But But you know what? Whatever, whatever Shane does, just persevere, put your head down, work hard, get rookie of the year. That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the lesson tonight. Proud Papa. All right. Uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by uh, Alias CBD, Maxis, and of course the folks at Rental. JT, Weege. Thanks, boys. See Thanks, ya. guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane, Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. 
There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. No problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.